Welcome to episode 13 of the 213 show. Now this week I talk about a topic that I feel we all should be talking about because it avoids a lot of drama which is spending on your partner and how you should go about it and you know things to look out for. And right after that we talk new music, I give you guys a nice little lowdown on everything that's happened in the last week music wise and we close off the show with a little bang of appreciation. So please tune in to the 213 show. Welcome to episode 13 of the 213 show. Episode 13, baby, the big one three. Friday the 13th, you know, that scary time, scary hours. That's where we are right now. We're in the scary hours of the podcast. But damn, we made it this far. I keep saying that. Like, it's weird because I, I look at it and I'm like, 13 episodes that's now we're officially at like a full season of like most like series and shit and at the same time i'm like it's only episode 13 like i'm trying to get to like 113 before i'm like damn nigga like we've been at this and i think more than anything i'm just really happy because i think we've now collectively all sort of homed in on what we do on this podcast and I think I've really enjoyed sort of figuring it out with you guys like it was never something I wanted to do alone because none of this was supposed to be a mine thing like it wasn't to me and you know like I would have called the to me Tlawana show if it was about me it's more a show that now that I can actually define it pretty simply. As I said, it's always been about music and life, but honing in on what the life aspect is, is basically me finding a topic every week that I feel as though either we talk about in society and I just want to give my input on it and my direction and how I see it, or alternatively, something that I don't feel like is talked about enough or spoken about enough and also give you guys my outlook on it and also get your feedback on it so that's pretty much what we do and then at the end of the show we always talk about some new music that's dropped um i've actually realized this week because for me i always had that slight hesitation of man am i still putting you guys on because obviously i give you music that's dropped the previous friday and any time between that and the time i drop but i realized oh shit you guys really do listen like i tweeted a few drops that i dropped and a lot of people didn't know that they dropped so i was like okay clearly i'm on the right track so i'm gonna keep doing that i'm gonna keep doing that but yo man welcome back uh it's episode 13 that means it's 13 weeks in it's been a minute it's been a minute it's been so long that we might go back into lockdown we started the show during lockdown we might go back into that motherfucker i know cape town's in the gutter oh we in the mud we in the mud and i said this as soon as the turn roof situation happened with those kids i was like here we go i knew once they made front news oh oh now everybody gotta step up so guys be prepared anything can happen 
I'm looking at situations now and I'm like, yo, at any given moment, because I'm already hearing things that they, not even hearing things, they are um, knuckling down on clubs now and, you know, situations like that and anything that really has that dance element. And I see that they're also mentioning DJs, which I hope they're not very strict on because, I mean, the boys got to make their money, bro. Like, fuck. Like, I mean, we DJ... Or let's say they DJ because I'm not there yet, but future goals, crossing fingers. Um, they make they can have gigs during the afternoon and get a check. You know, doesn't even have to be like a nightclub situation. So I think it would be quite unfair to completely cut away anything that has to do with DJs DJing. But I can understand the club scene and whatnot. Like I don't want to say I can because for me I'm just at a point actually. Let me not even lie. I can't understand because I'm at a point where I was actually having this convo with a friend last week, um, my boy William, and I was we were talking about it and we were saying, because we were at this venue and it was like past 11 and they closed and we were like, what's the point of this? Like the real crux, like there's, I understand limiting spaces we can enter and limiting, you know, interaction with human beings and social distancing all of those but to purely limit the time spent outside is where for me i'm struggling to comprehend because if you really look at it it doesn't really matter how long i spend at a venue if five minutes after walking in i maybe socialize with someone who's maybe caught um covert or has symptoms it doesn't matter if it happens at 6 p.m., 8 p.m., 10 p.m., 2 p.m., it's happened, it's happened. So the restricting of that and making, you know, 12 p.m., the cutoff, 12 a.m., sorry, the cutoff as if nothing happens after 12. I'm like, all that's happening right now is that people are having secretive parties. People are trying to find these house trolls and whatnots and whatnots. And for me, I'm just like, there's no point of this. Like, just... One thing I know about society is that, yes, now we haven't really adjusted back, but usually with society, the more you restrict them, the more rebellious they become. And especially when you give them a snippet of something. So people being naked and tipsy at 11, all of a sudden, at first, when it was the 10, a, 10 p.m. thing, people grateful because we're getting home early, like literally by midnight, you passed out. Whereas now there's places, obviously, let's say they push, push until like past 11, past 11 you have now struck midnight and you're still out and about yes you should be on your way home but you're there and now it's like man i just want more of this and i'm already with the people that i spent the night with you see what i'm saying like i can go on forever but for me i'm hoping that government can really see that there there has to be another way to tackle this instead of okay things are getting bad okay let's just go back to locking down everything because financially the country was in the gutter like we were in the gutter like in in the gutter and i looking at individuals and i'm like bruh like people are struggling and at least now i'm seeing people slowly but surely you know get themselves out of those loans those debts those situations and they starting to you know figure themselves out and then boom you close so that's a bit it's a bit of a fuck up for me but that's just my two cents on that. Uh, this week, I'm having a conversation that, look, it's another one of those where 
it's a, not a universally agreed upon sort of way of looking at things. So I'm going to give you my two cents and you can tell me if you agree, you can tell me if you disagree. And then afterwards we talk music. But this week we talk spending on your partner and the different dynamics of that. Because I've noticed that a lot of people have different sort of outlooks on it. And, you know, I think for me, there are very easy ways to navigate this. And that's more what I want to talk about, how to navigate meeting someone new and, you know, understanding where they are, where you are and how to move forward from that so that the relationship can move smoothly. So that's us for this week. Now, for me, first of all, I I know that we live in a world where everyone is in a different financial position. No one is... It's rare to find someone who's going to be exactly where you are financially, um, same age as you, same life goals. Those things don't happen. So, already, you've got to already be open about this financial thing and listen as i said there's there's groups that i'm not gonna really go into detail on because i'm just like i have no quarrels with anything like live the life you want to live i think if you come this far in my podcast you'll know that the one thing i don't do is judge i just give you my two cents on how i look at things and how i think life can be easier if you look at things this way but if you do it the way you want to, then wonderful, you know? You're happy. If it's working for you, if you're finding, you know, if you're winning and you're happy, then I can't stop you. So with this, my topic here today, which is, as I said, spending on your partner, is more, my direction is more of a reciprocal sort of relationship where both parties would like to in essence make the life of the other party a lot easier um hence i said that there are certain topics or or situations that i'm not really gonna dissect and you know talk about that because that happens you know eg situations where only one partner spends on the other um and this doesn't just go for people that are being let's say inverted commas spoiled by their um boyfriends i guess that's not even that it's actually i've seen situations and i've heard of situations and i've literally sat with people who have it's been the inverse where the guy is the one who is literally sitting there and is getting all of these benefits drives her car he gets ubered by her he gets clothing from her she swipes for dinners she borrows him money so that's why i'm saying that it's not just about oh my god this girl's being spoiled by this guy the inverse happens all the time it's just that with niggas niggas generally they will have that boasting factor about them you know and a lot of times you don't really see women talk about it that much where it's like yeah 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 i had a nigga that i used to do but it happens and a lot of times sometimes it happens with some without someone really realizing at the time and when i say realizing i mean 
yes, you can notice that it, uh, I'm, an upper, I'm the only one pulling my weight. But it can easily be, be blinded by just how much you adore someone and how much you like someone. And that's usually the main issue. Especially when it's the other way around, when it's the guy who's receiving his benefits. The common denominator that I've always gotten is that a lot of girls at the time, they're not sitting there, they're like, hey, young Kelly, out. Hey, no, man. Like, my money's flying here, bro. Usually it's a, oh my God, my baby does need to be Ubered home. He's in town, he's stranded, he just needs an Uber. So I'll give him that, like, I'll pay for that 250 rand Uber, it's fine. Oh my God, my baby's hungry now, let me swipe. Oh my God, the new um, Man United. No offense, I'm not saying it's usually a Man United support. I just don't like that team. Um, oh my God, the new Man United kid just dropped. Let me buy it for him. And it's usually at the end of the relationship or when something really goes south or when the, the lights finally switch in their head, they realize, no, I've done this, 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 and this. And I don't even mean it in like a way of counting what you've done, but in a way of like, I thought that this was reciprocal or I thought that you'd notice how much I care about you which is why I do these things for you not because you're just gonna love and be happy and usually as I said this is through the people I've spoken to usually in situations like that the nigga himself fucks up 90% of the time that I've heard these conversations the nigga is the one that messes up wanna know why because niggas don't know when they got a good thing it's just that simple niggas do not know and i'm not that's what i'm saying it's not that i'm judging whether it's good or bad but my thing is if someone is literally taking care of you the least you can do is make her life a living heaven where she's happy every day you call her every day you make sure she's okay just if you're not gonna do the financial part do the emotional part and more often than not niggas don't but as i said I'm I'm talking about this quickly now because from here on out, I'm going to be talking more of the reciprocal nature of that relationship and how to navigate that and not to overexert yourself. And that's the chat that I'm going to be having. But just my two cents on that always. Like, if you're in that position right now, if you're listening to this and that's the, that's your position, try, man. Just please try and make the other person's life a little easier. You know, no one, as I said, I, I do not know why the other person's taking care of you. It might be because you really can't afford, you know, there's situations, dude, like that happens. Hence, I said, I don't want to have a, an opinion on that. But all I want to say is don't take it for granted and don't have the assumption that this person doesn't notice that they're doing all of these things for you because it sucks when one day they realize that and they confront you and you don't have the answers or worse off you have an attitude and you're like i don't ask for this or to what that sucks that's a it's a shitty way of living life so like appreciate someone who takes care of you and do your best to make their life a little easier so that if anything would ever happen at least you guys know that that level was met halfway where it was yeah, I did all of this for him, but or I did all of this for her, but like she was dope. Like I really enjoyed like the time we had. So that's that on that. So okay, let's talk about the one that's much easier to talk about, which is just two people start dating 
and they're like okay let's do this we're doing it sharp my thing with finances right has always been let's be as open and honest as soon as possible not saying on the first day tell me what's in your bank account or in fact a lot of times i'm not even a big fan of someone knowing exactly how much i have but sometimes the relationship just gets that close and that good to a point where you basically don't care whether the person knows or not and sometimes it's even for greater cause which i'll discuss in a bit but for me the whole thing of spending on your partner and the reason why i'm having this conversation is that i've noticed and i've noticed that i think society has and i'm just going to be frank with this society has painted a picture that a lot of people want to live you know and that's what social media does social media gives you a perception of life and whether you take it as bible or whether you look at it and think yeah that's cool for them but that's not going to be my life it's all on you no one can make you see social media in a different light to what you want to see it as unless they sit you down and they really like bust your brain bust my brain bro yeah sorry that was inside joke but unless they bust your brain about it and you're like actually but generally you'll see it the way you want to see it and i think it's made two things happen and not all the time expectation and pressure so it's made some people raise their own expectations and be like nah but like if that person gets that and that person gets that nama also want that it's also raised pressure because there are people that are like yo but if that person's spoiling that person like that and they're doing that for them like i should also be doing that for my partner like i should be able to do that for my person you see how it does it does that weird thing where like we now sit and we start dating and i need to suss out and figure out like what do you look at life as and it's about combining and i i say that because you need to be aware of these things it's pointless to act like they don't exist i know a lot of people will be like no i don't care what happens on social media but look you scroll through social media you see some things and you're like you know what i'd love that myself you know i'd love to walk into the house and there's flowers on the table i'd love to get a pair of steve madden's i'd love to get the new arsenal jersey which i don't know why anyone would want that but okay um i'd love to get a pair of air force ones i'd love some chocolate I'd, you know but there's a million things and that's what i'm saying it's not a bad thing to want those things but now here is where the 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 common ground happens then is linking that with the type of person you just met so the first step is understanding the kind of person that you've just found and for me i've always had a rule or well i don't want to call it a rule but i've always had let's say let's just use a weak weak word which is i've always had this thing that i i always say to myself and i've loved saying to other people too and i've really never had someone disagree with me which is please don't take someone and find them in a certain position and expect them to go backwards in order to please you that for me seems unfair and that's the simplest 
and most like i could literally stop this episode right then and there because that's the crux of everything i'm going to explain don't take someone living a certain way and they're able to do that on their own or even if they just used to that and expect them to then live a lesser life than that in order to accommodate you yes there are things that you can genuinely sit and be like you know what i don't really need this like i don't really need this lifestyle like this specifically but this i'm not going to compromise in that i'm not going to compromise in but generally i'm and for me it cuts away any sort of relation that as i said where the pressure versus the sabawel doesn't match up because maybe your sabawel is way too strong and now the pressure arises for me and i'm like i can't match what you want and that's where 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 for me this conversation becomes quite important because i've seen people going to the gutter trying to impress someone and trying to keep up the standard of like yo i'm good i got us like i swipe for us like don't worry like get to the club i cool babe you with your friends i let's get that champagne and you wake up on the monday and you dead broke you dead broke because you found this person you saw the lifestyle they live and you told yourself you're going to try and match it instead of looking at your situation and saying you know what i don't necessarily need this in my life and look conversations can happen which is why i said if someone's willing to compromise then that's for me it's you found you found again the chemistry and what you guys want from each other is outweighing the little things which is really cool but for me a relationship has so many different aspects and as i said i might just break down all of those and actually have an episode where i talk about the initial stage from talking to a stranger getting to know each other dating and it's actually something i think i'd enjoy talking about but just for now understand that and for me the the reason why i've just spent so much time on this is basically just to say that look guys you meet people you don't know their background i don't know whether the person i've been seeing on social media is really the person that you are or the person you want people you you per- you want people to perceive you as and hence i say that those conversations happen i at no point do i want you to assume that's a very dangerous thing to do don't assume that the person doesn't want this lifestyle don't assume that they do just speak and it doesn't have to be a q and a session you talk to someone you get to know someone yo man okay normally how do you travel oh, okay you drive oh, okay dope what do you nobody do okay right. now nah, you uber everywhere like, you don't take taxis nah, you never ever okay now nah, you're not comfortable with taxis it's dangerous i right, cool, cool cool you you know like as you go and you you start getting the crux of okay this is the kind of person i have i right, what kind of things do you like you know what kind of surprises do you like i right. and that's what i'm saying through listening and talking that's when you need to gauge your capabilities and match them with the type of things that your partner likes and from there you guys can find a common denominator like do not again don't put yourself under pressure yes you can listen to some things and be like someone can be like dude i love getting sneakers as a present doesn't mean you can't like just because you can't buy them tomorrow doesn't mean that she's out of your league or he's out of your league it just means that you know now that okay 
if I want to spoil this business of sneakers, I have to save for a couple of months, which is cool. What I'm saying is sometimes you sit and you discuss things with someone and you're like, yeah, not, no, I can't do this. You know, and I've seen it. I've seen it on Twitter. I've seen people tweet that, oh my God, this person took me out and he was shook when I ordered this and the bull shook him and, you know, like things like that where for me, I'm like, it, it, it's signs that conversations weren't had. It was assumptions being had. There was assumptions on, on sides and it just caused now what well, could have been a really nice day and evening into an evening of stress for one or both of the parties. So hence I say conversations need to happen. Now, the essence of spoiling your partner. Let's just chat about that quickly. I firmly believe in spoiling each other. It keeps the relationship fresh. It keeps you guys happy. You have a sense of, you have someone to relieve you when you want that or you've been craving that one thing that even when you can afford it yourself it feels better to get it from someone else now especially from someone you love and that's how i look at things it can be a fucking bar of chocolate it can be an airplane doesn't matter but just spoil each other make your partner feel like you want them in your life and you you sit when you sit and you alone you're thinking what can I do to make this person's life a little bit sweeter, a little bit easier, a little bit more fun? And that's how I look at relationships. So that's the, the element that once you deep in with someone and you're saying that this is your partner, I love that. And now to match what I'm just said now with what I just said previously, is once you have the conversations and you understand the positions that you guys are in and sometimes the the natural and for me i've i've done this sometimes because i've had moments when in the last two years for example where i've been working and let's say i've been with someone who's in varsity i know for a fact that unless you come from a well-off family i'm probably making more than you you know, it doesn't, I don't have to sit and look at your finances to be like, oh, okay, you make 600 rand on this, you make 800, you make 3000. No, it's just a situation of knowing that me, I get paid on the 21st of every month. You don't, you get, a, you get an allowance, which, I mean, being a former student myself varies, but it's in itself supposed to be for groceries, for um, you traveling, and a little bit extra just for you to be okay whereas my salary is for whatever the, whatever the fuck i want it to be so if i'm already going to be in a situation like that i already know that there's more that i can do for you than what you can do for me and hence i said that you don't sit and count someone's finances but if i as do me feel like you know what i'm happy to buy you a pair of sneakers at the end of the month i'm cool with that you, on the other hand, don't have to feel that pressure of Dumi bought me a pair of sneakers. So how am I only buying him a Mr. Price t-shirt? And no offense, I love t-shirts. I love t-shirts from anywhere. But I'm just saying, price-wise, you know, maybe I can only afford a t-shirt that costs 150 rand. I can't do the 3K shoes or the 2K shoes. 
it's just and that's why i'm saying those are the conversations that you you have to make the other other person feel comfortable always always make the other person feel like you know what as much as in an ideal world i can do and be and you know match whatever you're gonna do for me like i get you a car you give me a car i get your house you give me a house that beyonce jay-z shit that's in an ideal world but we don't live in an ideal world and there's situations that will happen where the other party and as i said it can be the inverse i could be studying or i could just be figuring shit out and you as the girl are making crazy rack and funny enough research as much as i don't know the exact statistics seem to show that women actually make a lot of money in South Africa, especially younger generation women compared to men. Because like, I think generally they're just studying, they are excelling at a lot of their crafts. And so there is a very solid chance you'll meet someone who is making more money than you. And as I said, it's about making each other feel comfortable with whatever you're doing and whatever you're doing for each other. It's not nice to have a partner that makes you feel shit for buying a box of chocolate and some sweets and some popcorn whereas you took them out to a date at Tasha's or you know fucking anywhere that's like that hectic and like my point is always just make your partner feel comfortable in the position that they're in but with that being said never make your partner on the now the other side feel or or ask themselves if you even want to spoil them or do you want to make their life easier i think that's where a lot of the issues arise where it's like look dude i'm not asking you to buy me anything i'm not asking you to fix my car i just want to feel like i know that if you could you would and those things they start showing in the little things like my first experience of spoiling someone was when I was I was a broke boy and as I said that's the shit I do you know I'd get you some chocolate um I'd get you this I'd save up for a couple of months you know get my girl a watch you know just like something decent you know like nothing crazy nothing expensive just like showing you that look if I had the money I'd be doing so much more than this but I don't so like I can't and I think that makes the other person comfortable also in knowing that you know what i found myself someone who will really do the best for me and do the most and that's kind of why i'm having this conversation of spoiling each other is that i want to completely nip it in the bud any sort of chats of you know you don't have to reciprocate or if someone is fully insistent of no it's fine don't do anything for me everyone loves something Everyone loves something, even if the cover of a cell phone. Everyone loves something, especially from your partner. You might, I'm always the kind of person to be like, ah, don't spoil me, it's fine. I don't even like surprises. And I'm telling you for a fact, you buy me something, I'm going to cry right in front of your face. I'm going to sit right in front of you and I'm going to bawl the fuck out. My tears are going to drop because I can't believe that someone's spoiling me. Me! You know, I've always had that. So... For me, as I said, I just want to make sure everyone understands and gets the fact that a relationship is a two-way street. It's a two-way street that needs to stay busy and to supplement amongst every other thing that happens in the relationship, 
they that I could probably spend an hour talking about. One of the most for me, it's it's a love language in itself. You know, we all know. You know, there's the five love languages. Gifting is one of them, and it shows. As I said, it shows that you, dude, I love you. I want to have what we have. I want to be with you. I want to make your life easier. I want you to feel like you have a partner in me. So that's pretty much the crux of everything I wanted to mention today. Like I didn't even want to go too deep, but I just feel like with everything that's happening in society, we're not spending enough time getting to know each other and what we're capable of doing for each other. A lot of the stuff you see on social media, you'd be surprised that these couples, some of them have sat and spoke. You see a couple go to the Maldives or they'll go to Greece or they'll go to Thailand, whatever. You don't know what happens. You don't know if they sit next to each other and they're like, babe, let's spoil each other this December and let's save up for this trip. Babe, um, it's your birthday coming up. What would you like? All right, let me save up. And you see a birthday, an elaborate birthday with Louis Vuitton gifts, with this, this, and this, not knowing what happens behind closed doors. So hence I said, create your own peace in your own relationship. Create your own personal thing that you guys have built understanding that only you two know that makes both of you happy and both of you comfortable in being able to spoil each other and make each other's lives a little easier and i promise you it'll become a breeze buying each other stuff will become a breeze you'll never feel the pressure of i need to get my girl air forces today because oh tepo shama air force sipo shama air force now, Ban Ban, Shama efforts for his girl. Now, I need to join that crew. Mm-mm. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm telling you, you're going you're gonna to shock, boy. You're going to shock and you're going to get to a point where you're like, I, I can't afford this relationship thing. Relationships, yes, they cost money. But they cost money, but they're easier because you can communicate and be like, babe, I'm actually strong this month. Let's live. Or, babe, Ah, I'm not so great, eh? Let's work around this, let's do that. The communicasi, the communicasi is is powerful. It's a very, very powerful tool. So use that shit. Now, with all that being said, let's chat music. That was actually pretty swag. Let's chat music. Fucking advert, my name, my man. I can get out of it. But before I even talk music in detail, guys, I know we like in November now, you're in the end of the year, like damn, like it's hot. We've been going out, like Kumandi, we're just loving. I can't stop dropping these goa playlists, guys. I'm sorry. Like I know it's the end of the year and but hey these playlists need to fly. If you don't know, two and three to me, two and three, sorry, on Spotify. I think it's to me, Tlokwana on Apple Music. All my playlists are there. I try to keep them up to date every now and then, you know, drop something new every week or two, just delete another one, add another one, just enjoy some radio on those. You know, you just click in and you're like, hmm, what do I feel like listening to? Bam, Bob's your uncle. I don't know who the fuck Bob is and he's never been anyone's uncle in the black community. They should start saying like, boom, but okay, 
anyway shout out to Khati. um i can't guys i can't stop so i'm gonna drop another goa playlist uh hopefully within the next week or so just jayman for my sanity like watch all this is i need you for the old me don't don't for my sanity but i remind you where i vocalist goes on now but yeah i just wanted to make that i've made four playlists so far that also i'm gonna drop soon i feel like i sound like a rapper right now but hey trust me i have a four playlists one two of them are hip-hop two of them are, i'm a piano because i'm trying to make more because it's the end of the year I'm trying to make more playlists that people can just play on speakers play in cars play at house chills without having to skip all the time so that's where we at that's really what i'm trying to do but back to the music son nah let me not even waste time actually wiz kid dropped made in lagos he dropped made in lagos and oh my goodness what an album see this is what i mean this is what i mean when i talk about an album like this is what i mean 14 songs 52 minutes of brilliance brilliance skepta burner boy damian molly her brat like it's just so perfect like i know my whole timeline's been talking about this tape so i'm not even telling you guys something you don't know just on oh, a tape i've been seeing that the two favorite songs for most people is um What's this mighty wine and essence essence is my favorite i posted it yesterday got so many responses i was so confused but it also made me realize that this kid has a huge following just reminded me about that like he is huge and he dropped a giant fucking album featuring an african giant burner boy even that song is actually dope um ginger so guys please if you haven't streamed it yet go ahead next album sam smith as i said on twitter i feel like this went right under the radar like like no one really and i guess as people said um whiskey dropped ariana grande dropped like it was just not it just a lot happening and you know people like ariana when they drop everything stops well stop grande time but yeah So it's always grindy time and yeah he just didn't stand a chance and he just the thing is the Sam Smith he has a stage where he was on that I don't want to say this because there is no one on this level I wanted to say the Adele level but I mean he had that stage where Sam Smith drops we all stop what we're doing and we listen and I think over time he sort of lost that power per se I'm sure his numbers will still look amazing because he still has one hell of a fan base but i just think in terms of like actual conversation about his music has really decreased and he dropped an album called love goes on the album what my favorite song is clean another one before i even mention the fact that my favorite song is another one burner boy features on this album the fact that burner boy for me I don't think people understand. Burner, if you listen to the last few weeks, just notice how many times I've said 
and Burner Boys also on this album. Burner Boys had a magnificent year. Performed at the BTO Hip Hop Awards. He's featured everywhere. He dropped his own album. He's just it's it's what you want to see, man. You know, he did well in the in the British market. I think 2019, 2018, 19, he went into that a lot. And then I think from there, progressed into the American scene. And it's just been a seamless transition. This man's doing amazing. But yeah, on the Sam Smith album, listen to another one. That song is, man, you'll come back and thank me. Ariana Grande, as I said, dropped positions. Um, I think... For me, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this album because I know full and how well that I'm not an Ariana Grande stand. So I don't want to, I don't even want to fuck around and say something wrong. So Ariana Grande dropped positions and that, I'm just going to leave it there. I'm not going to say whether it's good, whether it's bad, nothing. She just dropped it. I'd love for you to listen to it. That's it. Then, Busta Rams, Busta Burst. Bust the bust, touch it, bring it back. Watch it, turn it, leave it, bust so mad. Boom, boom, boom. That guy, that motherfucker. He dropped Extinction Level Event 2, The Wrath of God. Extinction Level dropped in 1998. Well, that was the first one. That's when I first listened to him. Like, that time, I know I was, yeah. The fact that I was listening to music in 98 is suspect because I was only four years old. But I was... Because of my uncle, he used to literally play Disaster Strikes. He used to play all of those like old school Buster Rhymes albums. He used to literally shove it in my ear. And like, that's how I grew up. I literally grew up listening to that kind of rap. Like, boom, boom, boom rap. Like, boom bap. Where it's like KRS-One, all of those. And I'll have an episode one day where I dedicate it to hip-hop. Like, for, for the hip-hop heads, you know, to understand. And I also just want to talk about the progression of hip-hop over the years because I've seen so many debates and I think, yeah, that's another topic for for the future, but that's what Pastor Rhyme dropped and, you know, he featured gang people, you know, but throughout, I think the coolest part of it, like, is him featuring Chris Rock as sort of like the, the, the narrator of everything that's happening on the album, so it's pretty cool. Definitely give it a listen. And then finally, Lemon and Herb dropped their album called Aura. Uh, Lemon and Herb, by the way, is a local uh, house duo. Very, very talented. Again, first saw them on Channel O's House Party. Been killing it. I don't even have a favorite song yet. Um, I know the song with FK Mash is one of my favorites and Funigawe. But I definitely don't have a single favorite. I think Forget You featuring Julia Church is also one of my faves. Uh, but yeah, man, like, I think between Lemon and Herb and Oscar Mbo, those are the two house, like, albums that I'm really taking into December. And I'm just like, if I'm playing, like, that type of house, like, it's not Yano's or Incom or anything, that's what I'm listening to. So yeah, that's my little round up or round down or just the rounds in it like this fun but just the rounds for the week and on that monumental dub on that on that you know little sweet thing little hot thing of music that i just gave you 
we wrap up episode 13. That's 13 episodes, guys. Shout out to all of you for like, fuck, man, for constantly listening. Like, I can't even explain. Like, you guys are always here. Like, the numbers don't decrease. Like, I always think, ah, eventually, nope. Y'all still here, y'all still listening, y'all still enjoying. So, I really appreciate it. And I'm going to catch y'all next week on the 2 on 3 show. Peace.